What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Friday Night Show with Will. This is episode three. So, yeah, man. Uh, so we got a couple different things to talk about tonight. Um, so I guess we'll just hop right in and talk about it, I guess. Um, so last week, um, I kind of ended the show a little early, um, or at least earlier than I would have liked it to and it kind of was a shit show if i'm honest um and so kind of wanted to go into what exactly happened there and why why i got the way i did so i got like super super anxious last week and for one reason or another I just kind of started panicking and I was like, I don't know. It just, my anxiety got the best of me and I just could not, I, I just couldn't talk about the thing I was, I came on here to talk about, which is so silly. Um, but, um, I kind of wanted to delve into tonight, like why I kind of have that anxiety. So um, if you're watching this, I'm assuming a lot of you have been following me at this point. You'll probably remember that before I was doing this, I was doing a show called RR The Streets. And I did that for a couple years. And that ended um just shy of two years ago and a couple years in a couple weeks it'll be two years since the show ended and that whole thing did not end the best and it really left me questioning my self-worth when it comes to like I don't know, like talking about stuff, I guess. And I don't know, man, it, it put me in a really, in a really fucked up place. And so I guess let me kind of just like lay out how that whole thing went about. And to preface this, or preface all of this, I'm only speaking on how everything looked from my perspective. I don't know what people's intentions were when things were happening. Um, but all I can speak on is my experience and how those things affected me. And I'm going to be trying my best not to use like names or anything like that, because whoever did what doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, explain my, my, explain how my anxiety came about and how it is still affecting me now. So let's, let's, let's hop on a, let's have, let's hop on a DeLorean or whatever, or a freaking, uh, I was thinking of the telephone booth for Doctor Who, whatever. We're going back in time, all right? 2020, the pandemic's going on. 
It's a shit show. It's, it still arguably is. But um, so the pandemic's going on. Now, when the pandemic happened, I wasn't I was furloughed from work at the beginning of it, but I wasn't for very long. I went back after probably a little over a month. I went back to work. And so I went back to work. I started doing some stuff, you know, for a couple months. And then after a couple months is when we kind of started to see the effects of the pandemic take place. And a bunch of people were finding different jobs in other places. So that meant uh, my job at the time offered me a new position on a different shift. So what that meant is that I had to basically stop doing the podcast on Fridays. I was at... We had just started the third season of the show. And so it was fairly early on during during that season. I had to leave uh, because of work. There just kind of wasn't any getting around it. And so so I left the show and I don't know if it was immediate, but it was not very long after I kind of started to sense this kind of rift in between like me and my other co-hosts because I wasn't really paying attention to any like Toker related things. I kind of stopped watching all this stuff and paying attention to all of it because it wasn't really relevant. And um, yeah, I, I just wasn't interested. I was like too busy trying to get acclimated to my new thing, you know, what I had going on. Um, now, what had happened when I accepted this like new position is it kind of kicked my anxiety into overdrive. And I started having panic attacks at work. And it got really, <laughs> it got really, really bad. Um, and so we go through the rest of the year, you know, um, kind of just I'm kind of just dealing with it, trying to get by as best I can. Uh, December rolls around and I kind of make the decision in my head. I'm like, all right, I got to leave this job because at this point I had been working there like almost five years. And so I was like, you know, what? it's time to do something else because I don't like this job. I don't want to do it anymore. And so you know, we get through the holidays and in January I sit my bosses down and I tell them, Hey, um, I'm going to be leaving at the end of June. And that's, that was kind of it. I gave them like a six month notice. I, in retrospect, I don't really know why I did that. I think I did that more so for me. Um, so that way I could like set a date at the beginning of the year and make those moves to, you know, actually follow through on what I said I was going to do. And so that's what I did. Um, and so, you know, it's getting closer and closer to um, to the day where I'm getting ready to, you know, quit my job. Um, I decided that I was going to get the vacation payout, you know, like with all my like accrued vacation time, my job was just going to pay me out for everything that I hadn't used yet. And so I decided I was going to do use that to just kind of take uh, the month of July off because my last day was the last day of June. So I decided I was just going to do that 
and I was going to take the entire month of July off. And I decided I was going to go on a road trip across the country. I was going to drive up to Idaho, pick up my sister who was living there at the time. And we were going to go from there and drive all the way across the country because I have a stepbrother and stepsister in New York. I also had a friend of mine who lived out in New Jersey at the time. We were going to go visit him. And so we had this whole big thing we were going to do. And so that was part of the plan. You know, I was, I was pretty stoked. You know, it seemed like a cool thing. You know, it seemed like a cool, like, end to this chapter because I had been working for this company for five years. I had been doing the podcasts and stuff. And so a couple weeks before the streets ended, I get a message from one of my co-hosts who said that they were going to be in California visiting and they asked if, um, you know, I could come uh, hang out with them and we could talk. And, I'd be, and I was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. I, I hadn't talked to them really in a while. Like I was still part of like a lot of the stuff, but there was just, there was just this disconnect because I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the show. Really. I just kind of knew the gist of what was happening on the, on the show from week to week. And yeah, so it kind of, I don't know. It just, it, it was just weird. It was kind of weird. So anyway, so I meet up with them and, you know, we're hanging out. We went to a mall. We hung out. I think I can't even remember where it was. I think it was Buena Park. We're just hanging out, walking around the mall. And so we finish hanging out. We're getting ready to leave. And, um, you know, they mentioned to me that they are going to be ending the show. And I said, oh, okay. And I guess they had been talking with each other about it for a while. And they just felt like it was the best um, course of action because they knew I wasn't happy with the direction the show had been going in. And so they decided to not do it anymore and instead do a different show that was more or less the same thing it's just it didn't have the street's name attached to it and by association me and so so that happened and so when that happened um I think it was like literally the next week was both my last week at this job and then my last time doing the the podcast on Friday. And it was kind of unexpected. I was trying so badly to make <laughs> it not look as random as it did um but i can't really help any of that you know i tried making it seem like it i don't know i tried to make the end of that seem less drastic than it was 
And so, you know, a week went by, you know, had my last day at work, ended that, had the last podcast, and we ended that. And after that night, I didn't really talk to my co-hosts again for a long time. And so, so yeah, so those end, I went on my road trip, picked up my sister, or actually she flew down here, and then we went up the coast, you know, went through California, got to drive up to San Francisco, uh, drove up through Oregon to Portland, went to Seattle, had a friend that was living there at the time, visited them. And then we went to Idaho so I could visit my mom, stayed there for a week, and then, you know, spent the rest of the month really just kind of figuring it out, you know, uh, going through going through the, the country, which was, it, that was such a cool experience. And I'm, I'm very fortunate that I got to even be able to do that. Um, it was a lot of figuring it out as I went. Um, but I'm really glad I got to have that experience. I'm glad my sister got to have that experience too. Um, you know, we did that for the month. Uh, and so during that month, uh, I also went through a breakup. The person I was dating for, for dating or the person I was in a relationship with for four years, uh, we kind of, we broke things off. And so that happened. And so, you know, in the span of two or three weeks, everything that was kind of an established thing in my life just kind of disintegrated this kind of support system that I thought I had, I didn't have anymore. Um, so like, even when the breakup happened, I didn't really, I didn't really know who to talk to. I had, I had my best friend at the time. Um, there's only so much they can do. And, you know, it was kind of rough. Um, so we get through that. And then like a month or two later, probably a couple months went by and my best friend who I went to go visit in New Jersey um, on the road trip. And, you know, I had been, I had been really close to him. I called him my best friend for like seven years. All of a sudden he just ghosted me and stopped talking to me. And I don't know why. Um, I don't know why for a lot of these things. The things just kind of ended. People just stopped talking to me. And I never really got closure as to, you know, why. Um, for for most of them, I, I did for some. But it, it just, it really fucked with my how I perceive my self-worth because 
my self-confidence is not really in question if it when it comes to like you know outward appearances and stuff like that like if people compliment me i'm like yeah of course i look great i'm a bad bitch you know but when it comes to how i value myself now like it is so freaking fragile now dude um because at a moment i i feel like anybody can just be like all right i'm done with you i don't want to deal with you anymore no matter how long i've known the person and it sucks you know i i wish i wish i didn't feel like that but i do and so you know we went through all that did all those things and you know a couple of years went by and i finally decided you know i want to start making stuff again because i finally had the time to i'm finally in a place where i can and there's just so much anxiety i have going into this now by myself because now i think that people aren't going to want to listen to this because they don't want to deal with me because i was the thing that you know kind of got left behind while those guys are just kind of you know my former co-hosts are off doing their new thing every week and it's a it's a shitty feeling guys um and You know, I, I don't know. You know, I've... It's, it's just so weird. Because, like... You know, like, one of them I'm cool with. You know, we talked things out. He actually reached out to me. And we actually got to talk through everything. And that was good. Um, but the others... I never heard anything about it really we never really talked about it it just kind of happened and then like the next time i saw any of them it was like a year later and they just kind of were acting like nothing had happened and i guess that part kind of I, I think that part like for me really stung because it's like we wouldn't even be where we are now without the streets having happened you know what i mean and i don't know for for you to just pretend like I was never there or anything that we did didn't happen. It hurts a lot. And I don't get why you think you can just do that and not have to own up to anything or even get like, say like, sorry. I don't know, man. Like 
it's just so shitty. Like I would have understood. Like I understood them wanting to end it. I I did. I understood because you know we had we had different ideas for what we wanted the show to be, and I think my vision for it was more ambitious than anything that they wanted to do. And I think that's been solidified further by where their thing is now. And that's fine. Both of those things have their place. But you guys need to understand that when I did that, when I made that thing, I, I wanted it to grow. I wanted it to be a big thing. I wanted more and more people to be able to, you know, be a part of this community that we were creating. Like I had a vision of it getting bigger and I just was not around peers that shared that same vision that I did and had that same drive that I do. Uh, when trying to do stuff, because I, I really tried my best to make that show so good. And it, it just got hard being one of the only ones willing to give a damn enough to, to try and make it better. Like everything that could have made it better always just got reduced to a stupid fucking joke. And I I knew it could be better. That was the frustrating thing. I knew it could be better. I wanted it to be better. And especially with the beginning, like, cause we had so much, we really like just stumbled onto something really cool. Like we were having different members of the fandom on every week. And it was, it was such a cool space to be a part of. And by the end of it, it was just, it devolved into nonsense. And that was the part that sucked for, for me to deal with. Cause I, that's not what I wanted. I wanted I know we were talking about very unserious things. I knew we were talking about tokusatsu, comic writer, power rangers. I know the, the content of what we were t talking about was not serious. But I still feel like we could have created something really polished, really cool, really innovative, and just a great space for the fandom. And it never got that opportunity. And with all that happening, you know, I just kind of got left behind because it was a thing they don't want to talk about anymore. So, yeah. So that anxiety carried over, has carried over into this is what I'm, you know, trying to say, but it's taking me a minute. It's carried over into this show because like, I feel like I can't carry a show by myself, but I know that part isn't true. 
I know that there are people out there watching that support me and that want to see me do good stuff, who know I can do good stuff and be a positive um, influence in this community. You know, I, I'm I'm so sick of being lumped into like some negative perception by people who don't choose to get to know me. Um, yeah, man, it, it's just it it sucks being feeling misrepresented, and so with this, um. I really wanted to make it known that, you know, I am going to create that space that I wanted to three, four, three or four years ago when we started the streets. And I'm going to make it better. I'm going to make it better than it was. I'm going to make it what the streets could have been. That's what I want for this show. I want it to be something cool. I want it to be something positive for people. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if that's everything, but that's everything I just kind of feel like sharing tonight. And, you know, I hadn't really said anything I, I don't say anything, but then, like, I say, I put together, like, long Twitter threads where, you know, I, I mention it and, like, no one says anything. And it's just, like, I'm just, like, talking to a wall. Um, but, you know, whatever. You know, we're, this thing, I, I, I have a vision for it, you guys. And... I would really like for it to continue to grow. I see that for it. You know, I see it continuing to grow and becoming a positive space for everyone. Um, not just for Ranger and Toku fans, but just kind of anyone who is looking for a space where they can, you know, just listen about shared experiences with stuff. I feel like that's why a lot of us go online and listen to stuff is so we can find someone with, um, you know, find people with shared experiences and see how they navigate through those, through those experiences. So yeah, I, I guess that's that for, um, that's it for that. <laughs> so, um, uh, we do have a couple comments uh, from Tommy and Ray. I do see them, but um, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I really do appreciate the people who have stuck with me and um, who are sticking with me through this, and even some of the newer people who are showing up here. Uh, because we've, uh, the channel has, despite last week's, uh, faux pas, I guess is what we'll call it. Uh, the channel is still gaining in subscribers. We are actually just shy of a thousand, which is super cool. Uh, I think it's 987. I'm looking at the channel right now. It says 987. So we are 13 away 
from a thousand people, which is super cool. I feel like the channel has been on the cusp of that number for so freaking long, and I'm so excited that it's finally um, almost there. Uh, so yeah, so if you aren't actually subscribed to the channel yet, make sure you do that. I would really like to hit uh, a thousand before. I don't know if we'll get to it by the end of this month, but hopefully by the end of July, I think that's reasonable. You know, a few episodes will come out uh, between now and then. And um, yeah, man, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be good. <laughs> now, in terms of topics for tonight that aren't um, dealing me dealing with my anxiety, I hope you guys enjoyed that portion of the show. But now we're going to, you know, focus on the duality of man. And uh, I'm going to talk about a Transformers movie after talking about my anxiety. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts tonight. And I wanted to simplify how I am going to be talking about these things because that was kind of the issue I had last week where I didn't really know where to start. I didn't really have talking points. So I kind of I kind of got that going on this week, you guys. Uh, so I picked three things I liked and three things I didn't like. And we're just going to kind of go over there, um, go over those. And then, you know, based on those points, I'll probably mention a few more thoughts that I had about the movie in general. Cool. Does that sound good? That sounds like I have a plan tonight, right? Uh, so, uh, spoiler warning. If you again, uh, this is a spoiler podcast, so I'm talking about stuff regardless if you've watched it or not. I watched it, so I'm talking about it. So you can come back to the this part of the episode uh, when you have watched uh, the movie. So I went and saw it on Tuesday. Uh, it was five dollar movie Tuesday. So had to hop in and get in on that because I've been seeing the movies a lot lately and I can't be doing 20 bucks a showing, man. That's, that's mad expensive, but yeah. So I'm just going to say overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I said, I was said this the other day when I saw it and I'm going to, I keep saying it because I still kind of feel that way. I feel like this is my favorite of any of the Transformers movies so far. I don't know if that's just because I've just seen it. We'll, we'll see. Maybe I need to rewatch some of the other movies. Um, mostly talking about Bumblebee, because I feel like that's the only one that even compares to this one. Um, but yeah, man, let's go over the things I liked about this movie. Okay. So we have Pete Davidson as Mirage, which I kept forgetting about uh, that that was a thing. But then him in this movie he was honestly really great, which I was not expecting because I'm not really a big Pete Davidson fan. I've seen a couple of his stand-up specials and he's like kind of funny, but he's not like my cup of tea. So I thought he did fine here. Um, you know, he didn't write any of the jokes, so that's probably why, but yeah, I, I really dug him. I really dug his, uh, Mirage's vibe in this. Um, I kind of like the idea of shifting away from Bumblebee because, you know, we all love Bumblebee, but I feel like Bumblebee has kind of had his time, you know, as the 
sort of second rising star in the Transformers franchise. So it'll be cool to see um, Mirage is probably going to be the, the Autobot. They kind of, you know, have carried these movies for a while. Um, Noah as the protagonist. I really liked Noah. I think he's my favorite protagonist so far. Uh, a lot of potential. They didn't really do a whole lot with him. Like we established certain parts about his character, but they didn't really do much with it. Like the whole military thing and the whole tech savvy thing. He didn't really have to use a lot of it. He rebuilt Mirage at the end, but that doesn't really have much to do with like tech and computers and stuff. So I'm not really sure how that played in, but I think it will play in more to what they have planned with him for GI Joe, I guess, which is a thing that happened in this movie, which I thought was super fucking cool. And, you know, after seeing that in this movie, all I'm saying is like people panicking about what Hasbro plans to do with Power Rangers. Y'all need to just chill and let them do their thing because I can tell they kind of have something planned. Um, I think they have something planned to include Power Rangers with what they got going on with G.I. Joe and Transformers in movie form. And if it's what I think it is, that's going to be fucking spectacular, man. Uh, so, yeah, so Noah was cool. Really liked him. Um, the girl, I cannot remember. Elena? Yes, Elena. Um, she was fine. It was kind of douchey for her to take credit for the entirety of what happened in Peru. Uh, you know, that whole little discovery thing. Kind of douchey that she took credit for that whole fucking thing. Um, and didn't include Noah in any of it. So, yeah, I, I don't know why that had to go exactly the way it did but yeah the protagonists were pretty cool i i feel like they were less i don't know i feel like they had more personality to them than the original run of uh protect human protagonists in the transformers movies did so we got that we got that and the third point i had for what i liked is everything generally with the plot seemed less complicated in previous Transformers movies. Everything seemed pretty straightforward with what was happening with the plot. You had the key that Unicron needed to travel dimensions, and, you know, it's in a different dimension, and it's separated into two. You know, that they are trying to stop him and stop him from getting through and, and you know, destroying the Earth. So I feel like in other Transformers movies, they've like adapted like a bunch of different plot points all at once. And so when it comes time to understanding what the threat is, it's kind of really convoluted and complicated. So I feel like it seemed very streamlined and, and uh, simple. That's that's what, streamlined and simple. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was trying to say. Now we'll go into like some stuff I didn't really care for uh, about the about the movie. Uh, the Maximals and Air Razor didn't get much screen time transformed. In Air Razor's case, she did not get to transform at all, which I think is really fucking annoying because it's like, why do you even bother making 
you know, robot modes if you're not even going to bother using them in the movie. I don't get why you go through all that trouble designing it just to not use it. And I think just in general, the Maximals were not transformed or in robot mode as long as they should have been or could have been. Because I kind of remember what Primal looks like, but Cheetor and Rhinox, I cannot for the life of me really recall what their robot modes look like. So that's really unfortunate. Um, I would have liked them to be transformed more, but for whatever reason, they really wanted to lean in on their animal modes. I don't get it. For me, it seemed like it would be easier to animate, you know, bipedal humanoid robots than a cheetah, a rhino, and a gorilla. But then again, what do I know? And the next thing I didn't really care for, uh, so Bumblebee dies in this, and I, even when it was happening, I'm like, there's no way he's staying dead. Because I, I think these movies are still like supposed to be a soft reboot, so I think they're sp still supposed to take place, or they're still supposed to lead up to everything that happens in like 2007 onward, you know, with Sam Witwicky and all that. And so I kind of like knew immediately. I'm like, Bumblebee is not going to die. Why, why are they even killing him? It just seems kind of pointless. And I guess it was, I don't know. It was just mainly to get him off screen for part of the movie. And then he could have like a cool moment uh, where he like jumps in the battle or whatever. So he could come in and rescue everyone. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really vibe with that. I thought it was just kind of pointless and dumb. But, you know, that's just me. Uh, and then the last little point. So movie prime is weird because like he seems just so much angrier and violent compared to like some other optimuses. But um, yeah, in this movie, I feel like he should have been way more open to getting help from the humans, especially since the events of Bumblebee had just happened. And so and he even acknowledges it that. You know, I knew some of the humans were good to UB, but we still can't trust them, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, dude, I, I feel like you can trust at least like two or three more. And that's like how many were in this movie. So I don't know. It seemed like I, I kind of understood why he had this apprehension to the humans or whatever. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the conflict with like, especially with like him and Noah, that the whole like conflict that they had just kind of could have benefited from a conversation, you know, sometimes, sometimes these movies, it's just like a simple conversation can clear up so much nonsense that, you know, all the characters end up going through. So I feel like we could have, you know, cut out a few little bits of exposition here and there and then worked in a little, little heart to heart, with uh, Optimus Prime and Noah. I feel like that would have been helpful for this movie. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that was kind of it overall. You know, I really enjoyed the movie. Like I said, I want to say it's my favorite of the Transformers movies so far. I think I like this a little bit more than Bumblebee. I thought Bumblebee was terrific, and I'm really enjoying the sort of new direction that the Transformers movies are going in now, where... They, they seem to have a better idea of where they want to lead things to or where they want to 
be building things towards, which I think is is good. It's it's very nice for me. <laughs> um, definitely makes sitting through them a lot easier because I remember watching the last night in theaters. And that had and that had the Dinobots in that, and I was like super excited about that. But I cannot tell you a fucking thing about what happens in that movie because it was mad confusing. It was long and mad confusing. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so maybe hopefully we can get build up to some better Dinobots one day, um, depending on what they want to do in these movies. Um, yeah, man, I had a good time. I had a good time with, uh, Transformers. Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's about all she wrote though. So I think I'm going to call it quits here. Um, you guys. So, you know, thank you so much for tuning in again. I do not know what I am talking about next week. I, I probably am just going to kind of wing it now, <laughs> you know, um, I will probably just post links that then, you know, new episode is happening. But as far as like dedicated topics, I don't want it to, I, I don't want this podcast to just kind of turn into like Will's movie reviews. Um, I did kind of enjoy having that heart to heart with you guys where I just kind of talked about something more serious at the beginning. Um, and in addition, talking about this because I do like expressing sort of um, the duality of, you know, just kind of being a human. <laughs> you know, we have like our emotions that we feel. Um, and then we also have like other things in our life, our little hobbies and stuff. And I just kind of want to be able to talk through those things with you guys. And, um, yeah, and just kind of maybe if you're going through something similar, kind of help you through it and um, help you realize that you are not alone. Because I think that is especially important. So. Oh, you know what, Ray? You were right. Ray Carrera mentioned, do you think you could talk about your thoughts on my Morphin Power Rangers once and always because I realized I have not actually talked about that. I meant to do a TikTok on that and I never did. So yeah, maybe I can talk about that next week. That'd be a thing. So yeah, there we go. I found I found my topic and maybe I'll talk about something else too. I have had a minute to talk about. I have had a minute to think about what happened in once and always. Um, I even did a podcast uh, with Colin for his homework. Um, and so we just haven't posted that yet. So uh, yeah, I will I will probably watch it again this weekend. I've been on vacation the past couple days from work, just taking some time off. I thought I was going to be flying out to Ranger Stop in Atlanta this week. It did not end up panning out. So, uh, But that is actually happening right now. Uh, if you are there right now, I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all having fun um but yeah man uh yeah so next week we'll talk about once and always and uh probably some other stuff i don't know we'll see if you have suggestions on things or topics you want me to talk about let me know i'm 
I'm open to it. I I'm open to talking about whatever, honestly. So um, if you would like to hear my opinions on different things, you know, shoot your shot in the in the chat or DMs, you know, whatever. I'm pretty open to suggestions. So yeah, man. Uh, thank you all for tuning in tonight. And uh, if you are listening to this, thank you for listening on any of the various platforms that are available. You know, reminder, if you miss the show and you want to catch it on your favorite podcast host, it is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon. I think I'm just missing one and I can't remember what it is whatever <laughs> just try and search for it on a podcast app i'm sure you'll freaking find it man it's it's everywhere uh so thank you all for tuning in to another friday night chill uh i'll see you guys next friday okay bye Whoa.